Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. It's never an easy call with so many problems in the world to know where to direct the money that you donate when you want to help out in this world. But what I can tell you is that when you donate to CAMH, you're saving lives. We know about the opioid crisis. We know about the mental health crisis. They are doing the work. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where no one is left behind. Donate at camh.ca slash CanadaLand to help us treat addiction and build hope. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. Comes with a 20-year warranty and a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. Guys, we're having some problems. This all happened very quickly. Over the course of just over a week, I lost almost half of my team. First, it was Supriya, who co-hosts Commons with Vicky Machama. She came to me and said that she got a job offer elsewhere. She'd be leaving the show soon. Then Jane asked me for a meeting. Jane Litvinenko, the editor of our website, all the news that we do. She came to me and she told me that she was leaving to pursue other opportunities. And then Vicky came to me who hosts Commons with Supriya, who writes the Not Sorry newsletter and who does some other things for us, she came to me and said that she would be leaving as well because she got another job somewhere else. And I have to tell you, uh, I did not see any of this coming. And my head was just spinning. I thought that things were going great. Every way that we measure whether or not things are going great, they seem to be going great. We have been maintaining this very demanding publication schedule, putting out four shows a week, plus all of our news coverage and the weekly newsletter. We've been doing that. Our audience has been growing and growing. Most importantly, I've been really happy with the quality of the work that everybody has been doing. I think that the podcasts have gotten so good. All the while, we, we had this ace up our sleeves. We've been working on something very special that I was getting ready to announce. And all of this was leading up to what we do this time of year. This is the month of the year where we do our annual crowdfunder. 
You know, we don't really talk much about our crowdfunder throughout the rest of the year. At the end of each show, I say, if you like what we do, please support us. But I don't go into detail about why you should do that. That is reserved for one month of the year. And it was so important to me to have everything working really well, to have the company as strong as it could and everybody unified for this month of crowdfunding. And then all at once, these, these resignations. And I did have this, like, reflex, this impulse to kind of, like, feel very hurt by this, to take it personally. I mean... I mean, on the one hand, like I care very much about these people. I, the people you work with are the people you spend most of your time with. And I have so much respect for all these people. Like uh, they're on the team, you know, and uh, and here they are like leaving and I, when I need them the most. And I, I, I felt very personally wounded by this. I felt like, well, why didn't no one tell me if there were problems? And so I had all of these feelings of, of, of self-pity and betrayal and, you know, in crisis. Like, you know, when the first departure comes, like, okay, this is okay. We can deal with this. And then they just start piling on. And there was a moment where I didn't even know, like, is this company, like, going to be here? And I took a few breaths and I talked to my wife and I slept on it. And it became clear to me that I was being a dink. This was not about me. This is about people's jobs, their careers. It's about offers that they got. And it is no surprise that they got these offers. I'm going to brag about something here. I hire very well. I find really, really smart people, often very young people. And I partner up with them and we put them out there in front of big audiences where we put their talents on display. And I pay them what I can for that, which is not a lot. So it is no surprise that other companies become aware of their talent. I mean, do you know how many journalists are in Canada Land's audience? These are the people who make hiring decisions at other media companies. So it's just smart for these companies to try to poach my team. And I have to accept that, like, when they're offering a lot more money than I can, it also makes sense for my team to consider those offers. And the fact of the matter is that everybody who is leaving Canada Land has acted in good faith, forthright, and they still want to help me get the message out for the crowdfunder this year. So I briefly thought about scrapping or delaying the crowdfunder. I am not going to do that. What we do at the crowdfunder is we ask you to support Canada Land based on what we have been doing with other people's support in the previous year. We highlight our achievements. We tell you about the, I think, the tremendous value that we provide for the dollar a month or $5 or $10 or whatever it is that our individual sponsors decide to help us out with. And the truth is that the departure of these employees doesn't give me less reason to make that appeal to you. It gives me more because the goal with this crowdfunder is to raise the wages of the people who work here. That is our first major milestone, our first major goal in this year's Patreon campaign is to make a significant increase to the wages of everybody who works here except for me. And so with the help of my team, those who are staying and those who are leaving, we are going to make that case for you today. We're going to tell you what we did with your support in the last year. We're going to tell you what we plan to do with the support that we are now asking for. I am still going to make that big announcement of that special project that we have been planning. And we're going to tell you about some pretty exciting rewards that we have to send you as tokens of our appreciation for those of you who do decide to support us. Guys, if you listen to this show, if it is a part of your life, if you have learned something from our news coverage that you wouldn't otherwise know, I am asking you to become a supporter of this show. We need your support. We lose people every month when their credit cards expire. If we do not sign up new people, not only will we not hit these new goals that we're striving for, but we will eventually lose all of our funding. We do need to replenish the crowdfunder every year, and we welcome your support at every level. If this show is a part of your life, is it worth a dollar a month to you? If a dollar a month is where you're comfortable, 
that is still incredibly powerful because when you tell the world about that, when you tweet or when you put on Facebook that you supported us, that absolutely has been proven to motivate other people to do the same thing. And that is why if you ever thought about supporting Canada Land, now is the time to sign up. We push our crowdfunding once a year On the one hand, because we don't want to irritate people throughout the entire year, we want it to be a pleasurable experience to listen to our shows, but also because if we concentrate that activity during this month, and really a lot of it happens on the first day of the campaign, the first week is when most of it happens, if we can get that ball rolling, it rolls like a snowball and gets bigger and bigger. So please go to patreon.com slash Canada Land. Thank you. This episode of Canada Land, like every episode of Canada Land, is brought to you by 2,340 people who, through their monthly support, are paying for everybody else to have this. Every episode of Canada Land gets listened to by about 30,000 people. That's just counting the downloads. On top of that, we make the show free to radio stations, community and campus radio stations across the country, 28 of them. So I don't have any idea how many more hundreds of thousands of people listen to the show every year through the radio. But of course, those people who pay for Canada Land are also paying for Commons, which is listened to by about 10,000 people per episode. And they're also paying for The Imposter. And they're also paying for our news content, which reaches hundreds of thousands of people. Yet still, you add it all up and the numbers are in the millions. But I think that that's kind of a crude way to quantify what Canada Land supporters are actually paying for. This is a new way of doing things, guys. What we have done here is flipped the usual paywall model. A usual news paywall is you pay for content that nobody else can get. What this show's supporters have proven is that that model can be flipped on its head. That there are people not only willing to pay for news, but especially willing to pay for it because other people get it. They want this content to have impact. So to everybody else who is listening to this, you get the show because of those 2,340 people. And all of us here feel incredibly lucky to have worked for you for the last 12 months. Thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, It's amazing the things that we tell ourselves to talk ourselves out of getting help. Anybody who's actually gotten help knows that the process of getting things off your chest, of taking your stressors, your problems, and just like not letting them be bottled up, working through just conveying them to somebody Half of the battle is just doing that. You unburden yourself. And you know what? If you have a real mental health professional, no, they don't have magic bullets or magic words that make it all go away. But often they can help you see things a little bit differently and guide you to strategies or tools or to a new perspective that actually does Help. As the largest online therapy provider in the world, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Because you listen to this podcast, you get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash CanadaLand. That's betterhelp.com slash CanadaLand. This episode is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. Trust is important. There are a lot of mattress lies out there, a lot of mattress liars. And I, I, I didn't intend the pun, but it occurred to me that there is one as I was saying those words. Listen, I'm not lying to you. Uh, I have uh, experienced the Douglas mattress. It is an exceptional mattress at a surprisingly affordable price point. It is a mattress that sleeps cool. doesn't have that weird thing in the summer where the mattress gets like an oven. It's a very good product. It's delivered to your house in a box. You don't have to go to a big mattress store. It is a medium firm mattress, which is what 
Canadians prefer, and it comes with a 365-night trial and a 20-year warranty. What more can I tell you? Douglas is giving our listeners a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. Hey, Jane. Hi, Jesse. We needn't be, like, sentimental about this, right? I'm still going to yell at you once in a while. You'll still be, be mean on Twitter to me. Oh, absolutely. That is that is a core part of who I am. Sorry if I was a little bit of a drag in the wake of the bombshell that you dropped on me. My head was spinning. A lot of stuff was happening at once. No, that's okay. I feel like I was very rude to you all year, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it evens out. You, it evens out. Okay. What I want to do with you now is uh, Greatest Hits of Jane. You sort of kind of hit the ground running very, like, was it like the week that you started that the Alan Curdy? I think right as I started, the Alan Curdy news uh, broke. And then it turned out that there was a surprising Canadian connection of this refugee family trying to come to Canada. And in the wake of all of the, the mess of the reports, I sort of put together a breakdown of what's right, what's wrong. I think it was needed, necessary, maybe. Yeah, of course, everyone will remember this story and, and the photograph that changed the whole discourse. But what I think is worth looking back at is just in the election cycle, mm. how heightened that was when Terry Glavin tracked down Curdie's family and found out that they had been trying to come to Canada. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. became perhaps a deciding story in the way that that election moved. As the news was getting figured out and as people were getting the details, you were tracing the journalism back and saying, how did Terry Glavin get the story? What exactly happened? Did the Curdy family try to get refugee status in Canada and was their file ignored? The answer was yes. It was a very unique story in its impact. And I think it was really important to get those details sorted out because it wasn't just affecting the Canadian elections, but people across the world were so deeply connecting with this photograph of this poor child. It's important to get that story straight. It's important to know what happened. I was impressed by how you threw yourself into the middle of something that uh, had just such high stakes and so many loud voices and people trying to kind of seize authority over the narrative. And and you just very diligently went through the facts. And that, I think, got us into a working relationship where you and I worked on a number of investigations together Mm -hmm. since you've been here and over the past year, I guess most commonly involving looking into workplace conditions in the Canadian media. Mm -hmm. The two investigations you're referring to are the Walrus investigation and the CBC investigation. So the Walrus one, I think, was uh, quite a while ago, was last fall, and we looked into allegations of idea theft and allegations of uh, verbal abuse in the workplace. And then you followed up with a really interesting story about the charity status of the Walrus Foundation. And then the other one that we looked at was the CBC story, which that had so many moving pieces in it. So not only did it reveal verbal abuse and bullying at As It Happens, one of the CBC's flagship programs, but it also revealed that during their Pan Am coverage, some of their reporters, some of their TV producers and uh, filmmakers, I guess, didn't have access to food and water. And that's our national broadcaster. And I think that that's a story that no other publication would even touch, uh, let alone investigate. So I'm I'm really proud of both of those big in-depth things that we, we did together. I don't think it's recognized how 
responsible you have been in your work, how <laughs> diligent and thorough. Like you just wanted to talk to everybody you possibly could. <laughs> and I was usually the one saying, look, like what's the number here? Is it five? Is it 10? Like when's it enough? We know what's going on there. And you wanted to hear people, whether they supported the idea that there were workplace abuses, whether they had a different perspective. I admired how thorough you were. And, and I, I felt for you when a lot of the brunt of the criticism, when people would sort of protect their own organization and say, this story is garbage and Canada Land is just looking for dirt. If only they had known how seriously <laughs> you took this. Uh, for a young journalist like yourself who works in this industry to put yourself out there and absorb a lot of that flack. And whenever anybody had anything good to say, they usually would ascribe it to me. Um, <laughs> but you were there to, to catch the negative stuff. I want to thank you for that. Oh, man, that's a really great compliment. Um, no, I remember during the Walrus story while we were reporting and uh, we were actually racing another publication who we thought were on was on the story. And I remember you saying, Jane, we've talked to 19 people. It's OK to just publish this. And that other publication never pulled the trigger on their story. No, they never did. And, but... not because, and I found out later it's not for lack of a story. They had a story. <laughs> they did not want to run it. I, I found it through a back channel later. It was just the reporter was didn't want to pick a fight with the Walrus. I think that leads me into the other thing, which is something that really took me by surprise with Canada Land is the criticism and not not the fair criticism that we get, because, you know, a lot of the feedback is very fair. I'm, you know, more than happy to be like, you didn't do a good job on this article, but just the smarm that exists in Canadian media. I remember the one that really hit me was when we reported our, on Mansbridge officiating the wedding of Kate Purchase, who's one of Trudeau's top comms people. And I couldn't get out of bed the next day, frankly, because on Twitter and on email, we were just getting this huge amount of hate. And I was like, wow, is this what Jesse has been dealing with since Canada Land started? I understand that we're going to get criticism because of the work we do, but the bubble, the, the group think that comes around some of the stories really took me by surprise. If you poke at the way things are, if you poke at these relationships, mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. there's going to be a, a reaction. I think you've weathered those reactions really admirably. And if we're going to pick a couple more stories where, you know, you've really, I think, earned our supporters' support, mm -hmm. your coverage during the Gameshi trial, mm. where because of my role in breaking that story, my original position was like, look, every news organization has massive resources in covering this. Mm -hmm. We're going to leave this alone unless there's something that we know that nobody else knows and the public needs to know it. If there's something where the record is being misrepresented or if something comes to our attention and nobody else will run it. It was completely mind boggling to me that we were able to get several exclusive scoops about the car that he drove, which directly challenged the ruling. Let's stop for a second and remind people exactly because everyone still remembers yeah. the, the courtroom narrative, which is you have this witness saying uh, later revealed to be Linda Redgrave at the mm -hmm. time anonymous, but she's later she's since come out and used her own name. Linda Redgrave says that she was assaulted in Gameshi's little yellow Volkswagen. Marie Hanin shocks the courtroom by saying, what if I were to suggest to you that he didn't even buy a Volkswagen Beetle until after the date of the alleged assault? Oh my God, <laughs> right? Everyone thought, wow, her credibility just got destroyed. The judge later wrote that that completely impaired her credibility. And he basically like threw her out as a witness based on the fact that Gameshi didn't buy his yellow Volkswagen Beetle until after the alleged assault. And so just what did to you be, report? And just to be completely accurate, Linda herself did say that it was a Beetle. But uh, what she remembered most was get, getting assaulted in the middle of the night uh, in what she told me was a snowstorm. 
in a small yellow VW. And we managed to find out that, yes, at the time, Gomeshi did own a small yellow VW. In fact, on the stand, she said, look, I'm not an expert on car models. Like if it was a GTI or a, Vol- or, or, or a Beetle, I don't know. But that got completely missed by not just the mm-hmm. public and the media, but by the judge. We were the ones who reported that. Yeah. And then the other uh, thing that I really think the somebody else in the media should have picked up on was his relaxed bail conditions, which was a publicly available document I paid 25 cents for. It was hidden in plain sight, I guess. Everyone had this idea that here he was locked up at his mother's house throughout the trial. Mm -hmm. In fact, he was living uh, in his house downtown Toronto and traveling to the United States where he was spotted. And that's where we got the tip. And uh, you follow that up and actually found out that this, this changed the conditions of his bail. So, I mean, how, how people miss that, I don't know. It's like that's more of a courtroom reporter kind of a detail, mm-hmm, you'd think. Mm-hmm. But uh, you stepped into that vacuum and reported that fact. Some of the stuff that you've done in, in terms of giving a voice to other people mm-hmm. whose, whose work you edited, you know, Bell, let's talk about mental health. You got Karen mm-hmm. Cahoe to write a piece about how when she was employed by Bell at the Business News Network at a high-stress job as a very uh, precarious worker, she did not enjoy mental health benefits there. No, absolutely not. And she experienced some very real health issues because of that. The reporting that we did on diversity in Canadian newsrooms, really finding all of the numbers, especially at the CBC, which turned out to be half as diverse as... The rest of Canada, uh, Farney Effect rewrote that story. That was really important. And then the I mean, o- think about that for a second. The CBC that people equate with this, okay, it's a you know, lefty, you know, uh, <laughs> they're, they're pushing forward this whole Canadian multiculturalism. Well, the CBC itself is half as diverse mm-hmm. as the rest. Canada is twice as diverse as the people who work at the CBC. And, and that, that, nobody had reported that until, until you commissioned that story from Farnia. And, you know, there's one story that I really, really want to highlight because it flew under everybody's radar. But in my opinion, it should have been the top of every newscast, which was RBC freelancer Daryl Greer writing about an Iranian man who was outed by a hidden camera used by the CBC in a documentary. And he actually became a refugee and lost his livelihood because the CBC used a hidden camera and did not inform the people in that documentary, which was about gay Iranian men. As he claims in, in his lawsuit as he claims, the CBC. As he claims, of course. Uh, I think we could go on and on. <laughs> we totally could. I haven't even mentioned the new website, which was something that you uh, spearheaded, which uh, thanks for that, because it was looking pretty sorry uh, <laughs> it, before. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, when you are ready to announce where you are next and what you're doing next, we would be very happy to amplify that message. Uh, people should follow you and what you do next. I really appreciate everything you've done here. And it's a real loss for us, but I appreciate your help in finding your replacement. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much to our patrons who let you pay me to do all of those things. And I think that without their money and their support, we would not have done even a third, a quarter of the things that we did um, in the past year. Okay, here are the surviving members of the band with the exception of Aliyah Pabani, also still with us. Supriya and Vicky and I say our goodbyes on uh, the last episode of Commons that they will host, which everyone can check out tomorrow. So here we have uh, Kevin Sexton, who produces for Canada Land Shortcuts and for Kenland Commons and for The Imposter. Hello. We have Katie Jensen, who is the founding producer of The Imposter and produces Canada Land. Hi. And we have Manal Faruqi, who handles sales administration, the newest member of our team. Howdy. Guys, 
thank you for rolling with the punches throughout these changes. There are some things I need to think about. There are things that we're driving towards to make working here more sustainable, higher compensation, and better for everyone's overall mental and physical health. But what I want to know right now is why you feel that people should support the work that we do here at Canada Land. It's weird for me to think how few people work here um, when you think about the impact and the voice that we have on the Canadian media scene. And I think really that's just about us trying very hard to have different voices, to have different conversations, to have more honest and more difficult conversations in many cases. You know, I've been producing Commons for years, so I'll talk about that. Commons is such a necessary show in Canada. There's just like, there's no other political show I've heard that just makes it fun and engaging and just really attacks politics with curiosity and with a listener in mind. It's not about access. It's not about making sure that you're on the same side as these political insiders and trading their jargon and, you know, being part of that team. It's about the listeners and it's about making something that's that's just really grabbing and really engaging um, that can be fun, that can be light, that could also be very difficult and very challenging. We really hit a stride on that and I'm very proud of, of what that show has become. Similarly, The Imposter is just doing stuff with arts coverage that, again, no one else is doing, no, no one in Canada really no one anywhere. I'm really, really happy with the Lido Pimienta interview that we did. I think Lido is an incredible musician. Her music is so powerful and she's so funny and she's everything she says is just so thought-provoking. So that was one of my favorite features that we did. We get the free reign to try things out and put the stuff that we want out there. Manal, why did you even want to work here? I wanted to work here because I've been a fan for a long time, but nowhere else have I seen an unapologetic attitude for delivering the truth in Canada. I think there's a lot of that in the States. There's a lot of unapologetic reporting and journalism, but here there's a culture of politeness in Canada. And it was so great to see reporting and journalism and people just being badass. So that's why I wanted to work here. Look, guys, I, I really appreciate you helping out with the crowdfunder, and I appreciate what you do here every day. And I know that you believe in what we're doing here, but there's one thing that I want to make clear. It's something I've been thinking about since we've had some members of our team leave. Because I believe in what we're doing here so much, and I know that you guys do as well, I felt like everybody should just accept that we work for very little money and we're just going to work really, really hard all the time. But people work for money, and it's important that we pay competitive wages you can't, like, Kevin, you're getting, like, a condo. You can't, like, negotiate a mortgage. It's like, I'm sorry, like, based on this salary, we can't offer you a mortgage. Oh, but I'm fulfilling a really necessary vacancy in the Canadian media. I tried that, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. As you know, it's important that everybody here is taken care of and we have a health plan finally. And it's important to me that you guys who decide to stay here have the option to become co-owners of this company. And so we're also putting in place a stock option program. So I feel like we have an opportunity to make the kind of company that we want to make. And what we're going to find out with this crowdfunder is if our supporters and new supporters are going to help us in that ambition. Because in the past, we've asked people, we want to level up to the next stage of funding so that we can put out a politics show, so that we can put out an art show. This time, what we're asking is, get us to the next level so we can create a fair and equitable place where people are healthy and are well compensated and where it's not total chaos all the time because there's less reason for people to leave us. We have some other goals that we've set. 
in terms of putting together a pilot fund to start new shows, another goal, an investigative reporting fund for long-term investigations that are going to take months. We do want to make more content with more funding, but right now we got to get our house in order and make sure that everybody here is treated as they should be. Okay, last thing before we go today, I uh, I promised at the beginning of this show that I was going to go ahead and announce this special project that we've been working on for months, which I am now going to do. But first, I need to give this a little bit of context because you may not realize this, but you are about to be subjected to a barrage of patriotic, flag-waving, nationalistic, sentimental nonsense. Canada is turning 150 years old this spring, and the government of Canada, the Heritage Ministry, your local bank, your barber, everyone is getting ready to basically insert a fire hose down the throat of every Canadian citizen with which they will be spraying maple syrup. It's going to be relentless. It's going to be sentimental. It's going to be jingoistic. It's going to be patriotic. It is going to be a prolonged, non-consensual PR moment that is going to obscure every important and difficult conversation we're having about this way this country needs to be better. It is going to get overshadowed by this sequential celebration, fireworks, and the whole fucking thing. We wouldn't let that happen to you. People, you have Canada land also making plans for this spring. And it is my absolute pleasure to announce right now the Canada Land Guide to Canada. The book is by myself and Vicky Machama and Nick Zarzicki. We're the credited authors. But the truth of the matter is a lot of people worked on this book. We got our advance from the publisher and we spent every penny of it on the funniest and smartest and most talented people we could find that we ever wanted to work with on a satirical book like this. So these are cartoonists and illustrators and designers and comedy people from the Beaverton, from the Syrup Trap. And we found the most batshit, bonkers, weird, ephemera and trivia. This is a very rude book about a polite country. And what I can show you today of the book is the cover. If you go to patreon.com slash CanadaLand, we have unveiled the cover of this book. And people, if you are anything like me, then you have been desiring in your subconscious, in your dream life, to see for yourself a beautifully rendered painting of the hip-hop artist Drake tenderly nuzzling a moose. Well, we have commissioned that image from the painter William Daniel Buller. He has rendered for us that very image. I really think you should go see this. I think you should go to patreon.com slash CanadaLand right now to see in high resolution our unveiling of the cover to our forthcoming book. And this book is available for pre-order right now if you sign up to support us at patreon.com slash CanadaLand for $10 a month. You will be one of the first people in this country to receive our book in the mail right when it comes out this May. We are also dropping the price throughout this crowdfunding period for 30 days of one of our most popular levels of patronage. It is usually $10 to get a t-shirt and a poster. Well, right now, it is only $7 to get that T-shirt and poster. We have many other rewards on offer. Uh, the Imposter has swag up on the Patreon site, and the Imposter's graphics are fantastic. They're designed by Jen Kitagawa. You can check that out. The Imposter also has a mixtape. The music that Katie Jensen puts together, Canadian artists only, for The Imposter is a highlight of that show. And for just $4 a month, you will get an Imposter cassette mixtape along with a link to a digital download. 
There's a bunch of other stuff there, little perks and rewards. Also, you can have a look at those goals that we've set for ourselves, what we need from you in order to increase the wages of everybody here except for me, what we need from you in order to set up that pilot fund where everybody can pitch pilots for new podcasts to Canada Land and we will ultimately make a series out of one of them, what we need from you in order to start that investigative journalism fund so we can really dedicate serious resources into those month, two-month, three-month-long projects that result in some of the most important journalism that we could possibly do. Have a look at all of that in detail when you go to check out the cover of our new book at patreon.com slash CanadaLand. Have a look at Drake, have a look at the moose, and be a part of this thing we're doing here of which I don't know any parallel anywhere else in the world that is going about people-powered media the way that this company is doing it. What I'm saying is, if you like what we do, please support us. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada land and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures and it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada land. We need you to And so for this month and this month only, you can become a CanadaLand supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com slash join. And thank you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. A couple of years ago, a cop was shot dead on a deserted pier in the tiny nation of Belize. The only other person there that night was a frightened young woman found covered in blood. By all appearances, it was an open and shut case. But not in Belize, where this woman was connected to a mysterious billionaire who basically runs the place. Justice will not be served in this case. She's going to get away with it. Or will she? White Devil. A Campside Media original. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.